You're listening to Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim, Season 1, Episode 5, titled The Project, Part 2. Story and music by Jason Nitsch. Enjoy the show. It's finally time. If it's today and the time is right now, then it's time for another episode of Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim. This week, we join the mysterious head of the covert military research operation known only as The Project, as he enters Station Hotel Tango. Having docked and secured the route to Central Command, they begin the journey through the darkness, where only the unknown awaits them. Squad leaders report in. Any contacts? I heard the negative reports stream in from all over the station. It seemed that these men did, in fact, have their act together. Hopefully things would continue to go smoothly. We reached the stairwells and began to descend to level 6. Every so often we passed a squad of our escorts securing a passageway or guarding a sealed door. The further that we went, the better I felt about the level of precaution that had been taken to ensure my, excuse me, our safety. With the power down all over the station and not wanting to announce our presence any more than we already had, we were stuck taking the stairs and moving slowly down to level 6, where Central Command was located. what seemed like forever, but eventually we finally reached our destination floor, and we paused for a moment before entering. Okay everyone, listen up. At this point, most of our help is somewhere behind us. Stay together. We're going to move quickly but quietly. We don't know what's waiting for us at the control center. Let us handle the tough stuff. 
Let's get what we need and get out as quickly as possible. We are not on a mission of exploration. Grab it and go. We can ponder the universe later. Understood? We all nodded in agreement. There was Wagner, two squads of colonial marines, myself, and two technicians to help with the computer systems. We all resumed our caravan as we pushed through the doors to Deck 6. As the group finally entered Deck 6, what awaits them at their destination? Will their simple retrieval mission go off without a hitch? Or are there complications just waiting around the corner? It was a short walk to the reinforced, sealed doors that led into the command centre. They looked as though they had taken quite a beating, and one of them hung awkwardly on its side. Through the crack in the doorway, there was nothing but darkness. Let's get these doors opened, then rehung properly so that this area can be secured. The soldiers spring to action, two on each door. The techs at the data panel and the remaining five marines covering all directions, with nothing to aim at beyond blackness. With the doors open now, enough that we could enter, the marines went first and cleared the room. There was blood. Not a small amount of it by any measure. That was to be expected. Let me ask you tech guys something. Can we restore the emergency lights in the hallways without booting the entire system up? Absolutely. Those systems are separate on purpose. With that, one of the techs scurried off to a side panel. A couple of moments later, the room, the hallway outside, and presumably the entire station interior was bathed in the soft red glow of the emergency lighting. Doctor, this area is temporarily secured. You can move to data retrieval now. We'll maintain watch. With that, four soldiers left the command center to take position outside in the hallway, and I made my way to the station director's console station. Our issue is that we couldn't access the computer systems without powering up the entire station, something that we did not want to do. Fortunately, every day the data from all station computers is backed up automatically to a 1000 exabyte drive located here in the command center. All I had to do was enter a few administrative passwords I could simply pull out the drive and slip it in my pocket. It took all of ten seconds. I was just about to turn on my heels to leave when I heard the first scream over the intercom. Everyone jumped, and all of a sudden we were all on high alert.
was that? Squad leaders report now. He jerked his head towards the door as he listened, and we all moved quickly and without hesitation. Seal that door behind us. No reason to leave the welcome mat out for salvage pirates. Outside the command center, the sentries there were laser-focused, and we all fell back into our previous formation as we made our way back to the stairwell. Wagner, what's going on? We've lost contact with two squads up on level 12. I've called for backup units from the ship to make their way to their last known position and report in. Is the path back to the ship still secured? Affirmative. Then let's get back there as quickly as possible. Roger, roger. I'm not out of shape, but the pace of our travel up the six stories of stairwell was enough to make anyone huff and puff a little bit. I was keeping up, but I felt every bit of my age when we reached level 12. Any update on the missing squads? Not a good one. They found him ripped to shreds. Doesn't even look like they got off a shot at whatever attacked them. Nothing left but some random body parts and blood splatter. Should I send the teams in further to investigate? No. There's no need. I'm concerned because of the proximity to the ship. The two squads were only just down from the corridor where the ship was docked. That is less than optimal. No kidding. picked up more and more marines as we passed by their stations, and they joined our march back to the ship. Although we all moved quickly and with a purpose, I didn't sense, even with the chatter over the comms, I didn't sense that anyone was particularly concerned, but they were definitely alert. More screams came over the comms, and this time there was audible gunfire, but not over the headsets. Whatever was going down, was taking place down the hallway from us. Most critically, it sounded like it was between us and the nearest airlock. We came to a halt almost all at once as that sunk in. On me. Weapons ready, safety's off. I heard the thunder of clicks as they all made ready for combat. The Tex and I were now at the center of a mass of over 20 colonial marines. I should have felt safe but I really didn't. I was ready to be back on the ship heading home, and I think I have now decided that someone else can go on these recovery missions from now on. Usually that meant visiting an accidental decompression or a crashed vessel. But space zombies. That, I think, 
I will leave for an underling next time. Let's move. As the recovery team resumed their advance to ship and to safety, all of the remaining squads on the station were recalled to the airlocks immediately. But in doing so, more and more colonial marines are removed from the fight to protect their escape route. Doctor, it sounds like we've got wounded incoming from one of the skirmishes. Cuts, scrapes, and... Say again? Did you say bite marks? Jesus. Have them sent to medical and placed in isolation. It occurred to me that, even if they didn't survive their injuries, they might be carrying the toxin, and it would be far simpler to reverse engineer the work from a direct sample than from the notes in the data file. Gruesome, maybe, to cheer for their deaths, but I am, after all, a practical man. Silver linings and all. Just as we crossed the final intersection before reaching the ship and safety, a mass of screaming undead ghouls flooded the passageway and burst into the light from the adjoining corridor. They leapt at us from every direction, with the foul determination of soulless demons sent straight from the depths of hell. To the left! In an instant, the Marines' fire shifted left and began shredding through the lines of attackers. But there seemed to be an endless supply that kept filling the gap left by those that had fallen. Some soldiers fell, dragged off screaming as they continued to fire wildly. There was no helping them now. Our mission was single-minded. We had to get off this station with the recovered data files. Our march continued on, now just a few steps from the airlock. Wagner positioned the remaining men, far fewer than I expected to be left, at the ship's entrance and allowed the two Tex and I to board. I didn't even stop in the ready room. I was in a brisk walk to the bridge to supervise the final extraction of personnel and our immediate departure. While the skirmishes continued at the docking bay, preparations were already underway for the ship's departure, the ship's personnel becoming more anxious with each passing moment. Status report. Sir, personnel retrieving is ongoing. Airlock 2 is already closed and sealed. Airlock 3 is 90% retrieved. Airlock 1 is around 70%. But that is where the fiercest fighting is going on right now. Where is Wagner? Still on station directing the counterattack. Order all personnel to immediately board the ship. We aren't waiting, and we did not come here to get into a protracted conflict. Yes, sir. All personnel be advised. Vessel departure is imminent. 
Return to the closest airlock as soon as possible and return to your stations. On the monitors, I could see the fight was not going well outside, especially as more marines came back on board. Airlock 3 is complete, locked and sealed. Airlock 1? Just the last squad that was accompanying you remains on station. They were covering the return of all the other retreating squads. They're at the door now. I watched as one by one they ran back into the ship. Wagner was last and hit the door trigger with authority as he scampered by. Sir, all doors are sealed. Ready for departure. Initiate station uncoupling and departure. Move us to a safe distance to start our egress from the sector. Yes, sir. Uncoupling in three, two, one. Ship is free and manoeuvring. Plotting a course to the edge of the sector and laying it in now. Very good. It was then that Wagner finally made his way to the bridge. He looked like he'd been through it. Wagner, excellent job out there. Be sure to head to medical to get checked out, then come see me in my quarters to discuss what happens next. I wish I had been a little more observant. I might have looked through the grime and the blood and noticed the bite mark on the back of his arm. If I hadn't been so pleased with myself, I might have seen it. It was just an hour later when the cum buzzed in my quarters. Sir, sorry to disturb you, but we've lost contact with the medical bay and they aren't answering the comms. I heard the first scream down the corridor before I could even answer. As fresh screams paint the walls of the departing vessel, what horrors had the crew unintentionally unleashed on themselves? What would become of the ship, the crew, and the retrieved data drives? What was this project? And what other shadowy affairs might they be involved in? We may never know. That's it for this week. Don't forget to join us next time for another exciting adventure on Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim. Hello, Belters. You've been listening to Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim. I'm series creator Jason Nitch, and I want to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click the link to become a patron of our show and join us on Patreon, or go to my website at www.jasonnitch.com slash next episode to find out how you can help keep the stories from the Outer Rim coming. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jason Nitch and visit beyondthebeltpodcast.com for all the latest information about the series. Thanks again for listening and see you next time on Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim.